0: All right, Bismillah, Rahim. We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. And we seek blessings upon the Prophet. All righty, where do we leave off in Euthyphro? I know you all had an assignment, which we'll come to in a second. But uh, anybody remember what passage it was? do you know what passage
1: i don't remember i'm also just um, opening up my computer so i'm not looking at it at the moment
0: oh yeah all right let's put this here put this here and think we stopped at where it
1: said uh piety then this is which is dear to gods let me see if i can pull it off Um, so it's with Euthyphro, and the sense was piety. Then, this, then it, it, it um, yeah let me do this. Let me copy this. Zoom. So, there we go. You control F that, you'll find it.
0: Oh. There it is. Okay, perfect. All right, so let's see. Who should we throw today? Uh, let's see. Bilal, how about if you're euthyphro? And Ali, how about if you are Socrates? <laughs> so right
2: here. I can start, right? Yep. All right. Piety, then, is that which is dear to the gods, and impiety is that which is not dear to them. Okay, and then Socrates. Very good, uh, Euthyphro. You have now given me the sort of answer which I wanted, Uh, but whether what you say is true or not, I cannot as yet tell, although I make no doubt that you will prove the truth of your words.
0: Of course. All right, so let's pause here. For whoever did the homework assignment, I mean, if you did the homework assignment, mashallah, Oh, you might have gotten saved.
1: A long one.
0: Okay. All right, who did the homework assignment? Anna. I think we all did. You did. All right, so let's start from whoever. We can start from the top left of my screen. I, uh, I, I did not do the homework. Assignment. <laughs> okay, moving <laughs> to the top right of my screen. Bilal, did you do the homework assignment? no okay two in a row what, what was the homework assignment i wasn't here last week the homework assignment mm. is to give your own definition from an islamic perspective what is piety and or what is impiety
1: oh no no i did think about this uh the, my answer was piety um is obedience to Allah, and impiety is disobedience
0: disobedience Impiety, disobedience. All right, uh, Omar looks like he's not there. Ali,
2: um, I think I would echo it was kind of along the same lines. Before um, is yeah, keep going, yeah, yeah. No, no. That, no I mean, that's basically it, right? Like, I think. Uh, for us as Muslims of piety would be uh, like obeying God and in and piety be disobedience to God. But I think maybe just to add to that, um, you know, I guess it could differ even amongst Muslims what that means okay. or, or not what that means, but what that could be, I guess.
0: All right. Okay. What does that mean?
2: Um, well, I guess, um, how do I put it? Well, I mean, I guess guess, uh, Zabia Mew would be an example, right? Like, I guess, like, a lot of times, you know, if someone eats non-Zabia, then people would consider it, like, almost impious, or um, I think part of it might also have or, like, I guess, um, someone who's hijabi versus non-hijabi is kind of the same same thing.
0: Okay. Um,
2: I guess maybe that's part of that could also be cultural as well.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh,
3: Omar, I'm sorry, uh, technical difficulties. Uh, I would say um, piety is devotion. Um, it, like anything, you're you're devoted to anything that's the object of your love. Uh, I mean, you're going to be devoted to it, and you know, you're going to be um sort of paying that devotion. Uh, and then the opposite of, of it would be um neglect and then furthermore
0: like rejection. Of, of your object of love. Yeah. All right. Abdullahi.
2: Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I said piety is fearing Allah and having love for the Prophet mm. Islam, and impiety is not doing that.
0: Okay. Fearing Allah <clears throat> and loving the Prophet Peace be upon him, impiety not. All right. What else do we have? Faison.
1: I wrote down to to do deeds, to perform deeds in obedience of Allah, hoping for his mercy or forgiveness, and to abandon. B- bad actions or sins um, in fear of his uh, punishment. Okay. And then impiety would be the opposite of that, like
0: not caring about anything. And then bad actions and sins, impiety equals not alrighty Shazan got anything uh, I, was,
1: I was actually going to say the same thing Omar said I was I, I thought of it as devotion and like reverence versus not having it okay
0: devotion reference okay. Osman and or baby <laughs> Uh, if not, we can move on. How about Harun? Oh, sorry. Free? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it was. Fine. I was on mute. Uh,
1: I would say piety for me is thoughts and ideas that Allah loves, and impiety would essentially kind of be the opposite of thoughts and ideas that um, that Allah disdains.
0: Uh, often in your normal vocabulary, uh, do you use the word disdains? disdain (laughs) only in class settings you know (laughs) uh something made me laugh uh so those of you old timers um so plato's real name is not plato it is uh aristocles and i forgot if the meaning of plato is this or the meaning of aristocles is this i think the meaning of plato is something along the lines of well structured. <laughs> all you old timers can explain that joke to, to all the uh, the youngsters here. Ella disdains.
3: The joke on Asman being well structured, like not on him, but just referencing.
0: <laughs> righty, let's see. Um <clears throat> Amen or Shazan and Shazan. You already answered, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh Isa. Oh I well, it's not law. Um, so, uh, when I thought about it, I just went
1: back to, um, you know, what we talked about with, I think it was the 177th ayah of Surah Baqarah. Yeah. Um, so, I think it, like an example of piety has to be derived from, the, you know, what we're told in the Quran. Okay. So, um, in the ayah, there's examples of what what piety is in uh, the actions that are expected of us. Uh-huh. Um, and of course the action also comes after the belief in the eye itself. I mean, okay. I'm, I don't want to be too, you know, <laughs> I don't want to make my own interpretations or anything, but just reading it first, you're told about the belief, then the actions. And, you know, that's what, that's how you would, you know, um, recognize piety. Okay. Um, and then, so, you know those actions or actions of that sort um, that that are derived from the belief as well would be I guess just piety, okay. and then in the same breath, then uh, piety is not just like it, it. The actions would have to be the opposite of those. Um, so you know, like just being uh, you know greedy or uh, you know miserly, for example. Um, but then also. I I, want to say that impiety is not just opposite actions, but um, those opposite actions combined with the lack of belief or belief in something else.
0: Okay. Wrong or lack of belief. That leads to other actions. All right. Amen. Yes, yeah, Salam alaikum. Awesome. In Palestine, uh, more, have... we don't have that one, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> sorry,
1: you uh, need a dead think... horse here. No, no, it's all good. They're appreciated every week, so you can continue. In
0: Palestine, uh-huh. we don't have dead horses.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, piety is uh, repenting from sin uh, while also mm. staying steadfast um, on the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the prophet um, and i think impiety is um, not not fulfilling the commandments whether that be neglect or uh laziness or just totally rejecting um a belief system altogether so those are my definitions of the two okay
0: All right, anybody else Uh um, Muhammad Omar?
1: Yeah um I think just it's kind of crazy when people are like oh you're pious and then there's like so many different definitions <laughs> just I know but um I think for me I think it's like uh, when you define it um I guess like the best way I think that when I when I think of someone's like I guess piety is more so like thing they do what Allah loves. And someone who is I guess like impiety is what Allah does not love. Because piety is like the highest form of worship.
0: Do we have something like that? Uh no, okay. Oops, that's not impiety, that's piety. Okay. And, Do not all right do we get everybody name I don't know if name can hear us or if name I think
1: he just joined so I don't think he knows
0: okay it's all good it's all good all righty one point I want you all to consider is a term that you barely ever hear and even if you google this you're probably not going to find this syncretism let's see what happens if we look up syncretism syncretism different religions, schools without merging of okay sort of the second definition what is syncretism syncretism is when you find something in one tradition and you match it up with something in another tradition as though they're the same thing. One of the benefits of Islam in America is that because the majority population is of an Abrahamic tradition, Christian, it's easier to understand our theology. And so to make the point, uh, I have Hindu students who have had no teaching in terms of Islam, Christianity, etc who struggle a lot, even with basic terminology like angels. But if I say an angel to somebody Christian, they have an idea. That's one of the benefits, and that is also one of the detriments. Because uh, part of the reason why I had us doing this assignment with the uh, uh, defining piety is I didn't say define bir right or i didn't i didn't say define taqwa is our natural desire is to try to link it up with a term and yeah we have some connecting to that and that's not wrong this is bir right right here i-277 and then fearing a that's probably taqwa being translated and such and that's all well and good but the key is don't feel obligated to make something match up with something, you know, in Islam. Or don't feel obligated to make Islam match up with something. And if we take my point to its full conclusion, uh, when we're speaking of the afterlife, in every other tradition, it might be something completely different than what we're speaking about in Islam. So there's a common notion that you know all the religions more or less are seeking the same thing and at a very simplistic level sure but in terms of the akhirah in islam it's fundamentally different than the akhirah in christianity the akhirah in christianity is eternal life with the father and the son with with god and we can make that fit into islam in the same way we can make the Islamic depictions of the afterlife fit in with Christianity. But what I'd like you to consider is that that uh, may be doing a disservice to both traditions. Okay. Is it in this class that I keep saying, you know, for your consideration? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, from another perspective, it's easy for us to argue that God in the two religions is different, right? or the monotheism of Islam is different than the monotheism of Christianity. But I'd like you to consider how much things might potentially be different. It's easy to see how things might be the same. They have books, we have books, they have prophets, we have prophets. Uh, But they are different universes. Syncretism is the process of trying to make them one and the same. And in this, the reason I know this is we had a whole class on this, that basically what happened is that as the Japanese were getting weaker and weaker uh, in terms of the emperor's power, the two big religions of Japan were Shinto and Buddhism. And they syncretized the two, like they merged the two as though they were a seamless whole into one uh, one outlook. Yeah. Which is what a lot of times we as a minority population try to do with Islam. And so part of the goal of going through these books, because they co- they go through completely different topics, is to try to free ourselves from that need to make things fit together. Okay. There's a benefit, because people will understand if you say prophet, if you say angel, if you say afterlife. Um, in a Christian majority country, people are going to understand that. A lot more like they would in a Hindu majority country. But you're also missing some of the picture. Ali, you were about to say something.
2: Yeah, um, I get, I understand, uh, give you an
0: example, I guess. Uh, so if we, if we said piety here is bir, then the answer is done. All right? Okay. Or if we say piety here is Takwa. Good. Okay. Well, let's take a step back. Tell me about angels and Christianity. Uh, I don't really know much
2: uh, much about them besides, sure. I guess I'd define it the way it would
0: be in Islam I guess. I mean, I, I mean I don't know. I don't really know much about them. <laughs> So angels are these beings in Christianity uh, but it's kind of fluid in terms of what they are. So if I ask you to tell someone, this is a question for Ali or anybody, tell me what are angels in Islam?
2: They're beings made out of light and they their, their sole purpose is to to worship god and uh well i mean they obey god without um oh, sorry let me let me take one more step yeah, back. they're um they're creatures that obey who also obey god but the difference between them and other like jinn and, and man is that they don't have the ability to disobey god
0: okay so, all right. so this is technical yeah. stuff that you do in my class but all right what else
2: okay um
0: what is their purpose in greater reality and this is a question for everybody anybody one of their most common purposes is that they are the operators of reality right we have jinns or we have angels with all kinds of different purposes some have the responsibility of doing nothing but sajda to allah right some have the responsibility of specific purposes. Jibreel is the messenger. Mikhail sort of is overlooking the operational reality. You have Israfil uh, announcing the day of judgment. You have Israel, who is the, the angel of death, Did I say them all correctly. Um, um, those are like the big ones. And then you have those that are literally, you have the ones that are, um, you know, recording everything that we do. So at one level, what are the angels? They're God's robots. And then if you go deeper, what are they doing? They're basically operating reality. Like if you and I could literally look at the other side of reality, we would see angels operating everything. So on this side of reality, we have water evaporating, going and becoming part of a cloud, and then rain happens, and the water falls down because of gravity onto the ground. And if we were able to turn it around, it's as though we have angels that are moving this water droplet. Or angels that are moving the micro, the molecules that are running the water droplet, and so, so the point is that uh, we don't find very much in terms of biblical tradition in terms of what the angels are. Okay. Now, when you all imagine angels, do you imagine them in the form of a man with wings. What do you imagine? Like if I, I say picture an angel, what does it look like, Omar?
3: I would say when I was younger, I, I would have imagined that. Um, but then, as you as I got older, I think I remember reading some descriptions, and they're pretty uh,
0: imposing, to say the least. But like, if I ask you, picture an angel, or picture Angel Jibril, what are you all picturing?
3: Yeah, I guess a guy, a guy with wings, pretty much.
0: <laughs> <Still picturing. laughs> oh man, it's really, really imposing. But yeah, it's still a guy. With wings.
3: No, but I'm saying like if if you wanna like. Because for us, I think, aren't we also told that they come in different forms and such, right?
0: Like, Well, when the prophet receives revelation, yeah, they come in different forms. Right. We are taught that they have wings.
3: But. But that they're like, they have a lot of wings. I mean, sometimes,
0: yeah, they'll have many, many, many wings. Uh, Light. So, like, so, I mean, what do you, so if I ask you to picture an angel. Describe what does this angel look like? Wings and light. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. okay, but not a person.
2: Um, I think kind of what Omar was saying earlier on. I probably would have thought that. Like, I'm thinking specifically of like, I think in the movie, the message they had an angel in the form of like an actor. I think.
0: Uh I that's don't think of, so not the
2: message. No,
3: but no, bro, come on, yeah, don't it. do the message like that. They didn't. Have oh, a okay, never mind. Alright,
2: forget it. But anyways, yeah, I think like um. Uh, Probably when I was younger, like a a a man, but like in general, I'm thinking like light and wings.
0: So the point I'm making for your consideration is that's probably coming from Christianity. When we think of angels, we are so used to being bombarded with these images of these dudes that are basically ethnically white, you know, with halos and wings, and they're dressed in white uh i'm suggesting it's probably coming just straight from not just christianity but medieval christian paintings
3: isn't that isn't that i I don't know if you've seen those uh those like twitter recreations of like guys who they do like these 3d art of like biblically accurate angels oh interesting yeah and so it's like super crazy because it's just like this like i can't even describe some of them like one of them is like a bunch of eyes like rolling around each other with wings on it like it's it's yeah. super super trippy but i guess even in their tradition it's it's been something that's been yeah, um I think,
0: changed I think it's, it's like renaissance paintings that have sort of formed much of our imagination of the unseen realm Yeah, so, but this is the point i'd like you to consider it related to syncretism is that we often make things fit each other and angels are an example of that in the sense that uh we angels when mentioned in biblical tradition angels when mentioned in the islamic tradition we often think of them as a minor variation in terms of the rules about them uh but when we think of them we're influenced by these you know renaissance italian paintings and such mm-hmm. and so then how do you get yourself out of that thinking one possibility is these other images you know or imagine the Prophet, peace be upon him, when he's speaking of the first visit with Jibril, alayhi salam, alayhi salam, right? When we're picturing a man, we're picturing a man speaking to the Prophet, peace be upon him. Now, to be to be clear, there are times where the Prophet says, Angel Jibreel comes to him, peace be upon him, in the form of a man, dihiya al-kalbi. Sometimes the Prophet just hears him, but sometimes, you know, he sees something. Uh What if instead you imagine light is speaking to the prophet, peace be upon him. And it is light that wraps up around him and hugs him. You know, so tightly, like the Hadith all remains exactly the same, except you're not picturing a man. Can you do that? So that's part of the goal of a lot of these things. A lot of these things, the goal is to reading these uh, uh, essays is to shake the cobwebs out of our mind of a lot of things that we've just taken for granted, not realizing where they're coming from. Okay, so this is all part of this this idea of syncretism. I've been exploring this. What would be my definition of piety, which is not worth any more or less than yours? Uh, uh, Seeking... The pleasure of Allah or proximity, pleasure of or proximity with Allah. That'd be the definition I'd give for piety. Doesn't necessarily contradict what any of you all have said, and my, my uh, definition is not any more correct than any of your definitions. So impiety is ultimately not the above. But more than that, it's going the opposite direction. All right, let's do some more. Let's continue reading. Uh, Come on then. Uh, uh, Come then and let us examine
2: what we are saying. That thing or person which is dear to the gods is pious, and that thing or person which is hateful to the gods gods is impious. These two being the extreme opposites of one another. Was not that said? It
0: was. And again, for our purpose, if you just make this monotheist, this works, right? Piety is that which is dear to Allah, or what is beloved by Allah. Impiety is that which is hateful by Allah. Yeah? Yeah. I think that works. See any flaws with it? I think generally speaking, so far it works. If you think of flaws, later on, bring them up. But let's continue. Uh, And well said.
2: Yes, Socrates. I thought so. It was certainly said. And further, Euthyphro, uh, the gods were admitted to have enmities and hatreds and differences. Yes, that was also said. And what sort of difference creates enmity and anger? Uh, Suppose, for example, that you and I, my good friend, differ about number. Uh, Do differences of this sort make us enemies and set us at variance uh, with one another? Do we not go at once to arithmetic and put an end to them by by a sum? True. Uh, Or suppose that we differ about magnitudes.
0: Do we not quickly end the differences by measuring? Okay. Yeah, very true so so what are we saying here socrates is saying all right the core definition you've given is what the gods love what the gods hate right but then socrates is saying don't the gods have hatred and anger okay that's in your definition okay but what if they have differences on what's what makes them angry then what is that going to do to your definition of of piety Likewise, what if they have different levels of intensity for what they love or what they what they despise? So here's your assignment for next time. Okay. I want you to go through the 99 names. Okay, now be careful. If you tell other people you're doing this assignment, they're gonna you know require you to do your Shahada over again. Okay, and then hunt me down. I want you to go through the 99 names and identify which ones seem potentially to be contradictions. Okay. Obviously zero of them are right. I have to re-emphasize that for all of you so you don't leave this class saying, aha, Allah contradicts himself. Okay. So if you don't if you're not comfortable in that fact, don't do the assignment. But the point here is uh in fact let me turn off screen share. is that, for example, Allah is zahir and he's batin. Okay. So he's sort of evident and hidden. Possible contradiction, possible not. Okay. So try to find, going through all of these, look for contrasts if contradiction is too hard of a word look for contrasts if that is too hard of a word look for compliments because vahid and baatin definitely work as compliments right but i want you to go through and like put them head to head against each other and then see what insights we can get from what seem to be contradictions in who or what allah is and that'll also get us uh give us some idea on how we approach Allah. Okay, make sense.
3: Yep, I sent the assignment in our WhatsApp group awesome,
0: everybody. mashallah. All righty. Any questions? Okay, we will stop here. And then again, I hope you don't mind the, the pacing as we go very slowly through the article and raise these new questions as they come up. And hopefully, you're finding the exercises to be of some sort of benefit in terms of personal reflection. All righty. No questions? We'll stop here. Subhanakallahumma <laughs> bihamdika, nashadu la ilaha illa anta, nastak fuduka, wana tubri Subhanakallahumma subhanakallah, huma, bihamdika, nashadu la ilaha illa anta, nastak wa wana tubri Subhanakallahumma subhanakallah, huma, bihamdika, nashadu la ilaha illa anta, nastak wa wana tubri all right, may I let reward you all, inshallah? And we'll see you again in about a week or so, inshallah.
1: Thank you so much.